all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so excited uh, for us to join and, and gather uh, today as we are hungry to, to hear from, from God. Indeed, his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Um, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, that we are able to uh, gather as believers today to hear from you, Lord of God. Father, help me and give me the strength and the wisdom uh, to share your word with, with impact, Lord, so that lives can be changed and lives can be transformed for your glory, O oh Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, today I want to share um, a, topical, a topical sermon. Um, we are studying a series called uh, Spiritual Growth. Spiritual Growth. So for the next coming few weeks, we'll be sharing on, on this theme, on the series uh, spiritual spiritual growth and um, spiritual growth in in Christ um, is of utmost importance for us as as Christians as it um, as it involves the the process of deepening one's relationship with God and growing in knowledge and understanding of his of his teaching and becoming more like Jesus in, in character and also in behavior, right? It is through this growth that we can experience true fulfillment and, and purpose in life, uh, as well as the ability to withstand challenges and trials. So when we grow spiritually, we can share our faith with others and, um, and serve as a positive influence in this world that we're living in. As such, it is essential um, for us to prioritize our spiritual growth by engaging in, in prayer, whether it's group prayer, whether it's individual prayer, uh, that we need to engage in regular prayer. We need to engage in Bible study. We need to engage in fellowship with other believers. And I use this word engaging intentionally because spiritual growth needs uh, one to engage with, with um, 
our Father in, in heaven. And allow me today to speak on that spiritual growth is a choice. Spiritual growth is a choice. I, I want us to go back a bit to basics, if I may put it that way. I want us to go back to basics. I want us to, just for a little bit, to go back to um, fundamentals of Christianity. See, when we are saved, the blessings enjoyed in Christ include not only redemption, right, but it includes renewal. What does that? What does the Bible mean by by by, by this? In, in baptism, right? When uh, in baptism we undergo what what Paul speaks about when addressing uh, Titus in in Titus uh, three uh, five, uh, Titus chapter three verse five. It's he he says uh, he saved us. Jesus saved us not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of what? Of rebirth. Like rebirth means what? To be born again and renewal by the Holy Spirit. So in, 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 in baptism, we, we undergo what? We undergo regeneration and also the renewal by the holy spirit we go through um, the rebirth being born again and also the renewal of the holy spirit but like in uh, from baptism right so in baptism we go through what regeneration and also renewal by the holy spirit but from baptism we rise to walk in newness of life like Paul says again in Romans 6, 4, he says, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that Jesus as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father. We too may what? We too may live a new life. In other translations says, we too may walk in newness of, in newness of life. And that is why I'm saying that um, when we are saved, the blessing enjoyed in Christ include not only redemption, but renewal. So this renewal we find in Christ, we find in Christ involves the concept of spiritual growth. This renewal we find in Christ involves the concept of spiritual growth we we need to understand that just as healthy physical life is one uh, uh is one of growth so as your healthy spiritual life is also a process of growth it is said to know that not all christians grow spiritually uh, many have been christians for years but with little improvement or or change when 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 you when you fail to grow spiritually or even physically you become stagnant that is because spiritual growth is a choice and not something that just happens automatically or, or, or by default spiritual growth 
Just like emotional maturity or emotional intelligence occurs only when we choose to grow or only when we are intentional about it. Listen, spiritual growth, it's not going to transpire if we are not intentional about it and stick to it. If we are not committed, spiritual growth is not going to happen. It's not going to transpire if we are not committed and intentional about us wanting to grow in the things of the Lord. See, there are four things I want to leave with you um, to encourage you to be intentional and commit to your growth spiritually in the things of the Lord. And number one is, if you're writing today or this morning, that spiritual growth is commanded by God. Spiritual growth is commanded by God. When we look at Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, you'll realize that spiritual growth uh, is um, implicitly stated in the Great Commission. The key word is, it is implied, right? It is implied in Matthew 28, 18 to 21. And let's just read it. Matthew 18, I mean, Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. It says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Catch this. Baptize them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of, and of the Holy Spirit. And secondly, teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. So Jesus commands his apostles to make disciples, right? He says, baptize them. He says to them, look, when you're making these disciples, I need you to baptize them and teach them to observe all things I've commanded you to do. So why am I saying that it is implied? It is implicit in the command. Uh, in the command to teach, right? The disciples would be obedient learners, that the disciples would be obedient learners, meaning that they will constantly grow as they learn and obey their Lord. Thank you, Father. So we are also, uh, it is not only um, implied, but it is also um, explicitly stated. We also hear in Peter, one of the apostles explicitly stating the need to grow spiritually. So 1 Peter 2, um, um, verse 3 to 18, I mean, sorry, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, it says, um, it says, but grow in grace. There's the word there. But grow in grace and knowledge. Grow in what? In grace, number two. Number three, grow in what? Grow in knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. Forever. So we are to grow in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So when we read the beginning of Second Peter, Second uh, Peter, especially chapter one, uh, from verse eight to I mean, for, from verse five to eight, he describes us how we are to grow. 
Ah, and this is key. This is key for us as, as, as believers. Let's check 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 8. He, he just explicitly, explicitly tells us how we are to grow. And he says this in verse 5. For this very reason, check this, make every effort to add to your faith, what? Goodness and to goodness, knowledge and to knowledge, self-control and to self-control, perseverance and to perseverance, godliness and to godliness, mutual affection and to mutual affection, love. And in verse 8, which is very key, he says, for if you possess these qualities and increasing measure, they will keep you from doing what? They will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. So they will keep you, if, 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 you, if you possess these qualities, right? They will keep you from being stagnant. So we need to add to our faith goodness. We need to add to our faith knowledge. We need to add to our faith self-control, etc. The benefit of, act, of adding these to your faith, being uh, the, the, the benefit of adding this to your faith is being fruitful, which means growth. The benefit of adding this is us growing in the Lord. If you possess these qualities in increasing measure, Paul, I mean, uh, Peter says, they will, they will keep you from being ineffective and un unproductive in your knowledge of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you need to understand that, that spiritual growth is not reserved for a few selected believers. The word of God commands all of us to do what? To grow. You need to grow as a believer. You cannot uh, 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 stay where you started. You cannot stay where you started. You need to grow as a believer. You need to grow as a son and as a daughter of the Most High God. And the second point that I want to raise is that, that spiritual growth is a choice that requires diligent effort. Right? It requires diligent effort. So spiritual growth is not only commanded by God, but it, it, it also requires, it also requires diligent effort. See, here's the thing. We grow physically by, by default, unless you have some, uh, some kind of disorder. I have a three-year-old uh, son and a, and a nine-year-old girl, right? I've never forced them. I've never forced them to grow physically. It just happens by default. There is no effort required from me or them to make themselves grow physically. See, here's the thing. We mature physically whether we want it or not. Just because you are growing older as a Christian, it doesn't mean you are automatically growing spiritually. Spiritual growth requires, it requires focused effort it does see paul wrote that it requires work work and pressing on in philippians philippians 2 verse 12 it says continue to work out your 
salvation with fear and trembling. In Philippians 3.14, he says, he says, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called um, uh, uh, me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I press on towards the goal. And he says, uh, he, and he also says, continue to work out your salvation with what? With fear and trembling. Peter also, also says that it requires, it requires diligence. Spiritual growth requires diligence. In 2 Peter 1.10, it says, work hard. Work with diligence to prove that you are really are, that you are uh, really, really are among those God has called and chosen. Do these things and you will never fall away. Even Jesus said that spiritual growth requires labor. It requires labor. John 6, 27, he says, but don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. He says, do what? Spend your energy. Spend your energy seeking labor. Labor, spend your energy seeking the eternal things that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me the seal of His approval. Glory to God. So spiritual growth is not just a walk in a park. It's not easy. We must work at it. Today, tomorrow, and always, we need to work on it. We work this journey in, we, uh, we walk this journey in knowing that the Holy Spirit will assist us as we work, as we press on, as we are diligent, as we labor to grow spiritually to be more and more like Christ. I want to go a little further on this with our next point. So spiritual growth is not only commanded by God. It is not only a choice that requires diligent effort, but is what? Spiritual growth is a choice which is assisted by God. He assists us. Thank you, Jesus. He assists us. Listen, we are not alone as we press on or in our efforts to grow. You are not alone. We work out our salvation, right? While, While we work out our salvation, God is at work in us. Yes, yes, he is. He is. While we, while you work out your salvation, God is at work in you. He's at work in you. Listen to what Philippians 2 uh, verse 12 to 13 says. It says, work hard to show what? The results of your salvation. You need to work hard. Obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For, oh Lord, here's the key word. Here's the key. Here's the key to this. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases you. So you are not alone as you work out your salvation. For God is working in you. So God is not only working in you, but he's also working through you, giving you the desire, giving you the tools and the power to do what pleases him. Lord, give us the power. Lord, Give us the desire and the power to do what pleases you. Hallelujah. Oh, I wish Christians, I wish believers can pray that prayer. That the assurance of knowing that God is working in us and also praying that he will give us 
that he will stir in us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. We are not in this journey alone. He is working in you just as he was with you in producing your new life. He, he desires to complete the work. Uh, 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 um, the, he desires to, to, to complete the work he started when he saved you. Ah, he, he desires to complete the work he started when he saved me. Philippians 1.6 says, And I'm certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work. Will continue his work. Lord, may you continue your work in us. May you continue work, your work in us. I am certain, Philippians 1, 6, it says, I am certain, I am sure that who God who began the good work within you and me will continue his, uh, his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we are strengthened by God in our efforts. Yes, we are. We are strengthened by God. See, God assists us, Bazalwani. We are not work, work, uh, walking in this journey alone. He is with us. We are strengthened by God in our efforts. He strengthens us by His Spirit in our inner man. Listen to what Ephesians 3.16 says. I pray that from His glorious unlimited resources, woo, unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. May God with His unlimited limited resources empower you and uh, and me may he empower us may he strengthen us may he may he may he uh, strengthen our inner man with his unlimited resources with his unlimited power with his unlimited peace so he does not only strengthen our, uh, he, he does not only strengthen us, but he, but but we, but we are also empowered with incredible power that is in us. Ephesians three twenty. It says, "Now to him who is able, who is able, who is able to do immeasurable, uh, immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us." His power is at work in us. Bazalon, I need you to understand that the power of God is at work in you. We are empowered with incredible power that is in us. Hallelujah. We are not only strengthened, we are not only um, um, uh, 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 empowered he provides the armor for us to stand in the, in the power of his might. Ah, glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to what Ephesians 6, 10, 11 says. Finally, right? He says, finally, be what? Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on what? Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand 
against the devil's scheme. The devil is a liar. The devil has no power against us. The devil has no authority over us. Lord, we put on your armor this morning so that we can stand so that we can stand every arrow that is thrown to us by the enemy. That is why the Bible says no weapon formed against us will prevail. It is not because of our might, but it is because of who we are. It is because of, uh, oh, it is because of who we are standing on. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put the full armor of God so that you can uh, take your stand against what? Against the devil's schemes. As believers, we have no excuse not to grow. Why? Because Christ strengthens us. Look, we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. You and me can do all things things can do all this through Christ who gives us strength. Yes, with God as our helper, spiritual growth is possible. It is possible. Hallelujah. Lastly, spiritual growth is a choice that is blessed by God. Mm. That is blessed by God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for you have blessed us. Spiritual growth is a choice that is blessed by God. It is blessed by God. See, the blessing begins... Lord, the blessing begins in this life as we grow in grace. As we grow in grace, we experience the blessings of grace in which we stand. And this blessing, this the blessing of grace, it, it, it includes the blessing of peace with God. It includes rejoicing in hope. Rejoicing in hope. Knowing that God has everything in control. Let's check what, listen to what uh, uh, um, Paul says in Romans 5 uh, verse 1 to 2. He says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith. Since we have been justified through faith. Since we have been justified. Through faith, not because of what we have done, but because of who he is in our lives, in our lives, and by believing what he has done on the cross. Listen to what Paul says. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus. Through, 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 uh, uh, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. So we experience the, the, we experience the blessings of the grace in which we stand. And this blessing, this blessing includes the peace of God. 
and rejoicing in hope. Lord, we pray for your peace in our lives. Peace that surpasses all human understanding. Peace in our finances. Peace in our marriages. Peace in our workplaces, Lord. And rejoicing in hope that all things will work together for good. For them that love you and are called according to his purpose. See, the second thing we need to look at is as we grow in knowledge of Jesus Christ, we experience the blessing or the blessings of adding goodness, of adding knowledge, of adding self-control to our faith. When we do, the Bible says we avoid stumbling and we eventually walk in victory. So it is, it is spiritual growth that ensures the abundant life. So when we grow spiritually, ultimately we experience the abundant life that, that Jesus has promised in John 10.10. 10. In John 10.10, 10, the Bible says the thief comes only. He comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus says, I come into your life. I come into your life. I come into your life. I enter your life. I introduce myself and bring this unto you that you may have, that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Glory to, to God. So we do not only experience the blessing here on earth, but we will also experience it into the life, into the life to come. Thank you, Lord. So 2 Peter 1.11, it says, in this, for, for, for in this way, Entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord, uh, 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 the Lord our Savior Jesus Christ, will be abundantly provided to us. Right? This is to say that our works will follow us. Our works will follow us. And let this give you the courage that your labor will not be in vain. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me conclude with this thought and we're going to pray. We have been talking about growth, but not just any growth. For not all growth is good. Not all growth is good. There's, there's danger of growing weary in doing good. The, there is the, uh, the, the, the love of, 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 of many who, uh, um, um, the, the, the love of many, uh, of many growing cold. There are some people whose hearts grow dull. There is uh, possibilities or possibility of growing corrupt according to uh, uh, this, uh, our deceitful lusts, right? There are those who grow worse deceiving and being deceived. So, so, so growth, there's, there's two types of growth. The wrong growth can be deadly, but we have been talking about spiritual growth, the kind of growth that is commanded by God, that, that requires diligent effort, that is assisted by God and blessed by God. So when, when, when you are taking inventory of your own life, when you are reflecting 
of your life as, as we sharing this as, as, as I'm sharing this, this message, what kind of growth is taking place in your spiritual in your spiritual life? Is a deadly kind of, of growth that is that is creating a, a, a dull heart that is that is creating a, a love love that is cold that is that is that is getting tired of, 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 of doing good or even moral corruption or is it is it a vibrant kind of growth in which is abounding in love and abounding in joy and, and peace and being faithful and fruitful in your service to Jesus Christ. What is it? See, see when we observe those growths, one kind of growth is often the result of neglect, while the other kind of growth comes only when we make the right choice. Listen, if, if, if you desire to experience the blessings of the right kind of growth, then never forget that spiritual growth is a choice. The question is, are you making the right choice today and every day? Let's pray. Lord, your word says in, in Matthew 11, um, 28 to, to, to 30, it says that, 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 that Jesus says to us that, that come to me, all of you who are weary and, and carry heavy burdens. And, and Jesus says, and I will give you rest. Lord, you are willing to, to give us rest. Rest from every kind of sin that is, that is weighing us down. That is, that is condemning us, Lord. That is uh, discouraging us from, 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 from growing or even disqualifying us from go growing and, and remaining stagnant Christians and, and dying where we have started. Lord, your word says that, that we should come to you with with our burdens, Lord. Your word says that we might that we that that we must take your yoke, Lord. That we should allow you to teach us, because you are humble, and you have a gentle heart, and we will find rest in you, Lord. Lord, we are tired. Some of us are tired spiritually. Some of us are tired mentally. Lord, all this discouraging us from engaging with you. But we thank you today for assuring us that your yoke is easy to bear. 
and that the burden that you give to us is light. Thank you, Father. Help us to make the right choices as we desire to grow to be more like you. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you guys for joining us this uh, morning. We can't wait to also connect with you the next coming Friday as we tackle part two of this series. Enjoy the rest of your week. May today's sermon impact your whole um, uh, coming week. Uh, you are blessed and you are loved. Have a lovely day forward. Blessings. Whispers the sound